Thursday afternoon, this is the muster on Hokanui. Keely Sullivan from Dairy NZ joins us this afternoon. G'day, Keely. Hello, how are you going, Andy? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Bit of a sniffle today, but um, yeah, pretty good, I think. Smile on the face with all that green grass out there. Uh, noticing a change in feet at all where you are, or change in colour at least? Yeah, definitely out our way. We're at Tokanui and it's, it certainly is greening up um, with the rain we have had. But yeah, the end is possibly in sight, but we'll just see. Yeah. A bit more rain will be good. And I think I know a few people are chucking on fertiliser now that conditions are allowing it. So hopefully we'll see a wee buffer in the grass curve coming in the next few weeks. I think there is a wee bit of rain in the forecast. We're here for Gore anyway, but I mean, it's very regionalised all these falls we've been getting. Uh, Keely, we're talking today, uh, we catch up with Dairy NZ Weekly by the muster as well. Uh, regional events, quite a bit happening at the moment. Yes, we do. We've got heaps on at the moment. I thought I was going to be getting a bit of a rest in the next few weeks, but she's all go. So the first one we've got coming up is on Tuesday. Uh, it's called Beyond Regulation, and we're heading out to Stephen and Hayley Clark's place there just outside of Edendale in a uh, partnership event with Thriving Southland. Um, so this, <coughs> sorry, a field day looking at uh, reducing nu- nutrient loss and lowering greenhouse gas footprint. So what Thriving Southland did was they did this big wicked case study on, on this property and looked at mitigation options and did some scenarios and modelled just what that would look like and what the impact would have on footprint. Um, so yeah, we're going to delve into just what the outcomes of that case study was um, on an on-farm field day next Tuesday from 10.30 to 1.30. Yeah, talked to Richard Kite on the programme yesterday, Thriving South, and they're doing some great work out there. Yeah, they are, and it's so great we can partner with them for this event um, and kind of piggyback off each other. You know what, I've done the case study and we've got a project going nationally that's looking at uh, reducing footprint but maintaining profit, so... It's a no-brainer to pair up with the, these guys for this one. How long's the case study been going for, do you know? So the case study was done over the 2020-21 season. Um, so they've got the, the data's from there. And then what they've done is worked with Land and Water Science since then to kind of run their numbers on the data that came out of that season. Um, so I think it was just a one-year well, case study thing, I guess, they looked at the numbers and modelled it based on one year um, rather than an ongoing case study because it was just modelling and scenarios. Milk Smart, something else is coming up as well. Yes, so Milk Smart's an oldie but a goodie, and we're so excited to bring uh, Milk Smart back to the region. So that's happening next Friday at the Gore TNC um, from 10 till 2. Um, so Milk Smart, I don't know if you've heard of it, Andy, but. It's one of those courses that we've run for years, and it's looking at maximising milking efficiencies, um, saving labour, and then yeah, getting people out of the shed, I guess. Um, and then there's, I guess, ties to animal health benefits by increasing milking efficiencies. So <coughs> we're going to look at um, Milk Smart principles that looks at cupping techniques, back and gate use, um, pulsation ratios, and then... There's a session there around max T, which is our maximum milking time work. Um, so we've got a few videos going up onto Facebook in the next day or two onto our local page, just hearing from a local farmer who has implemented <coughs> our max T on farm and milking stuff. So check that out uh, for more info. But yeah, that's from 10 till 2 next Friday at the Gore TNC.
uh, is normally quite popular? Like, does it sell out at all? Uh, I think in the past it has. Numbers are looking pretty good for this one, but there's certainly still uh, room. But registration is essential, so check out the Dairy NZ website for that one. And the great, the great thing about these field days, Keely, and when I talk to the young farmers, it's exactly the same thing when they're going in the Young Farmer of the Year comp. When you're doing all these field days and like some Milk Smart coming up, the worst thing that can happen is you may learn something. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a shame? What a bummer. Um, what a bummer. And, like, especially with these two, we've got um, the tutors that are running Milk Smart and obviously Stephen and Hayley. Like, they're all farmers, and that's what we really love is that farmers learn from others. Like, it's no use me just talking at the front the whole time. Um, obviously, there's lots of science in the background, yeah. especially with the milking stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's super exciting to be able to share and, and to meet other farmers doing you know, doing cool things as well. Um, yeah, especially in that milking space when labour has been quite a challenge. Um, just on that Milk Smart stuff too, like Milk Max T, um, one of the guys that we've got going to tune on on Facebook, you know, he saves 45 minutes of milking every day by implementing some of this stuff. So that's huge changes out of the shed. That is big changes, isn't it? It's all about yeah. time efficiency, I suppose. Yeah, so it's come along and you could, you know, some, just implementing small stuff could save some time in the shed. So it'd be good to see a good turnout at that one. Uh, what, on else, what else is happening? Following week, uh, we've got three events called Meeting the Environmental Future that are based in Winton on the 27th, Balclutha on the 28th and Bore on the 29th and that's what we're going to hear from. Um, we've got LIC and CRV coming in to talk to what they're doing around um, breeding for lower footprint stock and then we've got Senior Project Lead Kate Franson from Dairy NZ talking to the plantain stuff and just what plantain can do in the farm systems to reduce nutrient uh, losses. Plantain's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. We're seeing some pretty cool stuff coming out of the science, you know, uh, for plantain use and just what impact that's having on um, in leaching on farms. So it's really cool. Is plantain quite popular in Southland? Uh, mixed bag, I think. Um, we are part of a... a a big seven-year project called the Plantain Potency Project, and what a big part of that is looking at just the persistence that plantain does have in southland pastures. Some people have been really successful with it, and others are a little bit dubious. Um, so it's be really cool to pull out the findings from this study just to see how it acts in a southland climate and under you know the management that we run in southland compared to say the Tararua where plantain thrives. Now, Keely, if people want to find out more info about this, go to the Dairy NZ Facebook page, I take it? Yeah, that's the one. Yep, Southland, South Otago Dairy NZ Facebook page is a winner and also the Dairy NZ events website as well. It's just www.dairynz.co.nz forward slash events. Good on you, Keely. Appreciate your time as always. Cool. Thanks, Andy. Have a good one. Keely Sullivan out of Dairy NZ there. Thursday afternoon, up next, Hannah Blakely from Beef and Lamb New Zealand.